Welcome to Daybreak with Ted Tibbet and Michael Paul. If you have a comment, you can call us now at 261-0898 or pound 981 on any ceasefire device. Our email is newsradiomornings at gmail.com. I wonder if David Bowie is talking about the Velvet Hammer, Charles. You think so? Let me turn Michael yeah, on. You should turn yeah, me on. We Thank got you. so many people here. Yeah. Good morning, Gene. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Gene, we're so glad to have you, and the studio audience is here this morning, and they all have their, uh, they all have, they, but none of them have their COVID mask on anymore. Everybody just seems to be real happy. Well, yeah, you know, now that the mask is off, the uh, virus, you know, is gone and out of mind, out of sight, out of mind. Welcome back, Michael. Hey, I, you, you yeah. were indisposed last yeah, week. Yeah, and and you know, no more climbing on the antennas of the towers anymore. You know, that, that's I tell you something. That's dangerous, and and you will never have to worry about me doing that. I promise you. <laughs> I can go up about twenty feet. After that, I'm done. <laughs> and that doesn't do well, much. That doesn't do much on a radio tower. Twenty feet won't get you much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little maybe a little closer to a lightning strike. Yeah, you're exactly right. So, uh, so Gene, the environment is rich out here. A lot of stuff for us to talk about. Uh, I, you know, just throwing stuff out. You and I talked yesterday uh, briefly by text, but, you know, we never really discussed. And a lot of times I think it's better that way. We, we don't really discuss. Let's see if we're on the same wavelength. You know, this environment out here where they're, they're, uh, they're doxing Supreme Court justices now so that people can go to their homes and uh, bother them and their families you got this Roe v. Wade uh, uh, decision that hasn't really officially been put out. However, it seems to point toward the fact that they are going to uh, to do away with Roe v. Wade. Uh, you know, it's just unbelievable what's going on out there this week, and and it's just like one thing after another. And you know what's funny? And and Gene, I, I you know I, I saw this, and you know you and I probably talked about this at one time, either personally or on the air. You know, my body, my choice. Well, it wasn't like that during COVID. It was your body. I decide you get a shot. Yeah. What a what a contradiction, right? I mean, just yeah, like that. Just air, like that, it was I over. I heard you on the air a little earlier. Madonna, Madam Prima Donna, who's coming out with some combined uh, offering of all her albums, yeah. is the <laughs> same person who disses the uh, President uh, Trump and wants to blow up the White House. Right. You've got a... Uh, the son of the existing president taking um, uh, payoff from Russia, China, and Ukraine, and uh, you know now uh, now we're supposed to forget about that. Uh, I've never now you got a White House press secretary who has this Kareen uh, 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 new press secretary who's who's coming in. Um, she's part of the L- LG. PTQ community, which is fine, but her uh, partner is a lead reporter with CNN. And, um, uh, you know, what is this thing infiltrated with subversive uh, 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 relationships throughout not only government, but the media? And there make, there's, no, there's no sense to this. We've got to start creating some bo- boundaries and borders. And sure enough, they are, you know, someone's got to get out there and denounce this harassment of the Supreme Court justices, uh, whether it's Roe versus Wade or any other Supreme Court case. 
this is the last uh, bastion, the third leg of the three stools, administrative, legislative, and now judicial. And the judicial portion of our government is now at risk because our justices might be ruling on something you and I don't like. Uh, we need a Republican Congress to get a constitutional amendment to start making some of this bad behavior a felony. You're, you know, that's a great idea. And, and, you know, more than that, we need a Republican Congress and Senate that has some kahunas and will do something about what's going on. And I mean, I'm talking about investigations. I'm talking about reeling in the Justice Department. I'm talking about bringing those people to their knees. They have the power of the purse. They can change the operations of the executive department by simply withholding money. And so, you know, they, yeah. they've got to get, we have got a lot of hard work to do, and we got to get this country back on track. It's interesting because this Roe v. Wade thing, if you talk to regular folks, I mean, there's nobody out here that I know of that thinks it's okay to kill a baby that's in the womb. I mean, look, that, that, you know, they say, well, it's just a clump of cells. Well, hell, you're a clump of cells, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm a clump of cells. We're all clumps of cells. That's what, that's what makes us human, cells that all work you know, in conjunction with each other. What really drives me crazy is that personal decision that a woman feels she can make is not the issue the Supreme Court is dealing with right now. They're saying that the decision of Roe v. Wade going back decades ago was inappropriate and not in the jurisdiction of uh, the Supreme Court, that the ruling was inappropriate uh, premature and not based on law because there was no uh, uh, precedential law on stare decisis to support it. And as a result, it, the, the Constitution of the United States puts it more in the hands of, at the state level. Fine. The, um, the issue of what you're for or against isn't the issue. The issue is the Supreme Court ruling and the jurisdiction of this issue in the context of the Constitution of the United States. Right. Well, Gene, here's the whole thing, right? Democrats don't want to have to vote on these hard issues. They want the Supreme Court to take it off the table for them. That's what all this was about with Roe v. Wade. They wanted to be able to get abortions. They didn't want to have to vote on it, so they got it to the Supreme Court, and they got the right Supreme Court at the right time, and they did away with it. They took it off the table so that nobody could do anything about it. Now... The Mississippi law is interesting, is the one that's being talked about here in uh, in the Supreme Court now because we have a new law that's on the books that says you can't have an abortion after 15 weeks. So you're right, you're right, Michael. The there these folks, these Dems are just trying to derail the good merits of the Constitution. It's more about the behavior and the and the abuse of the system. I mean, not to change subjects, but Texas Mayor. Uh, down in Eagle Pass, a Mayor Rolando Salinas, beg, he's a Democrat. He's been begging on the phone this, uh, on the news this morning that the Biden administration come down. He's infuriated with the uh, uptick in crime in his little community of 30,000 people and is begging the Biden administration. No response. They're sitting silent as if it's not a problem down there. They are, whether it's the abortion issue you just mentioned or the way the press secretary represents the administration, uh, uh, or the aborter, 
they the Biden administration is not following the law and they're cherry picking what they choose to jump into and walk away from and ignore. Uh, It's absolutely obscene. I mean, can you imagine uh, Jen Psaki taking the crap Sarah Huckabee Sanders took when under Trump? She couldn't Uh, take that poor woman was abused every day, intimidated as a press secretary to condemn Trump's actions. And here's prima donna Jen Psaki moving on to MSNDC. Now turns out to be uh, 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 no one goes nearer. How dare you try to condemn Psaki for anything she may be saying uh, to defend the Biden administration. There's Peter Ducey. The lone soldier in the press briefings trying to take her on and everyone else, which is more humorous, not not even stepping up to yeah. um, join in with um, uh, uh, Ducey to go after to go after Saki and the Biden administration. We need a transformative purpose. I mentioned to Ted last week, we need a massive transformative change, Michael, and if it takes. A, de- a Republican House of Representatives and a How- and a Republican Senate, so be it. We need to transform this government back to the democracy our forefathers had intended, period. Agreed. Okay, let's switch subjects. Uh, <laughs> President, uh, President Biden said the uh, day before yesterday that, uh, that MAGA is the most extreme and dangerous organization in our country's history. Now, this is, you know who he's talking about, right? Me and you. Yeah. More more extreme than uh, what Dinesh D'Souza recently produced and airing this spring and summer called 2,000 Mules. Here's my plug for this morning. 2,000 Mules is a movie coming out by Dinesh D'Souza. It talks about the most pervasive perpetration of the election system, a fraud that has been bestowed on the American people in the 2020 election. The most massive election fraud in American history will be revealed, hopefully not too late. Well, that, there, there was go no ahead. question there was fraud. I'm sorry. No, no, it's, it's okay. Uh, you know, it, there's no doubt, and, and a lot of people, you know, our gut feeling was, is that something was wrong. And I've learned a long time ago to trust my gut. And, and it, it appears now that we were all right about this past election. It looks like the election was taken away from Donald Trump by the 2,000 mules. And that's the story. That is the story. It's, uh, a, a, there's powerful evidence of colossal voting racketeering uh, that we were lectured and scolded uh, that it didn't exist. It does exist. And the evidence is now ringing clear. There's receipts, there's transfers, transcripts, there's con- confirmatory details that show that it was uh, so. 2,000 mules, these were people paid by the George Soros uh, cabal of uh, deep state operatives that were running around to these different ballot boxes and dropping multiple dozens of ballots ballots off into these boxes they didn't expect so many vid, so much video to become evidence 
on these ballot boxes. And let's not forget but Zuckerberg. He, oh yeah. Well, it extends right over to the uh, high, the big tech folks. Absolutely. Thank God for um, um, uh, what's wrong with me? Uh, Elon uh, Musk. Elon Musk. Yeah. Uh, Elon Musk stepping up. He's got to do it. And maybe take out a few media. Uh, uh, perverted leaders in this operation. Well, maybe what but, we call the deep state. You know, they 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 are, they are we are we certain. You know, I always say this: they're screaming so loud about Twitter and about Elon Musk. He must be over the target. That's all I can say. Yeah, Shakespeare had a beautiful line: "He doth protesteth too loudly." <laughs> That's exactly right. But look. All right, let's talk about the election. There's no recourse. There's no punishment. There's nothing that's going to happen to these people that did this. I mean, I mean, do you expect Kevin McCarthy and some of these Republicans that uh, I mean, look, we we don't we prefer Kevin McCarthy over Nancy Pelosi. However, do we really think that he's going to do anything? I mean, I really just don't have any faith in the Republican Party anymore. I don't have any faith in any of these Republicans that are up there right now. Well, uh, do you like what you have now? Well, I mean, how, no. how much worse can it get? We've yeah. seen the stock market drop over a thousand points yesterday, and I'm worrying about my 401k. How about you? Well, you know, uh, I mean, I'm still working. I'm not retired like you, but but the thing is, is that is that I, I, I we have got to as a country. I think we've got to push these Republican leaders to do something about this. To have hearings to find out details, to put people on record, ask the questions, and let's find out what happened in this election because all of our guts told us something was wrong. We just felt like Donald Trump was going to cruise to re-election. And here, here's a guy who stayed in his basement the whole time. The news media covered for him. He never really got out and campaigned and couldn't draw a crowd. I mean, this guy couldn't get 50 people in a, in, a, in, a, in a building. I mean, it was just like unbelievable that he won with 80 million votes, 81 million votes. you got to be kidding me. Something happened, Gene. Well, there's no question, Michael, and the 2020 election coming up in a few months, as well as 2024 for the presidency, will be decisive. It, we, we, will deter, we will see if this democracy survives or not, because if these Democrats and what they've done to distort and pervert the system continues in the same manner of bad behavior they're employing now against our Supreme Court justices, then I am concerned that there will be an uprising, the likes of which uh, comparable to the American Revolution. Well, we'll see. Uh, You know, they're putting tampons in boys' bathrooms now in the state of Oregon. I mean, we're supposed to look at this stuff and go along with it? No, I'm I'm not for that. Gene, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you. We'll talk to you again next week. You know, well, I'm a chicken fried, a cold beer on a Friday night, a pair of jeans that fit just.